Hello, family and friends. I'm back here with day six with Pastor Mark Pearl, my pastor. And I tell you what, if you don't have a good pastor, find one, because God has got a good pastor for you. And we, we t- touched on earlier about, you know, some people are pastoring, maybe they need some money, but maybe God didn't call them to be a pastor. But if, you, yeah. if, if you've got a pastor that God sent you to, he's going to help you. And I'm so thankful, Pastor you know, for your, your guidance in my life and my family, my ministry, and you've been such a blessing well, to thank me. You. So. Thank you. Well, and, you, and you're right. Some pastors are truly called to God. Some, it's just a job, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, you have to be really called of God to do it and to do it right. Yeah. Amen. Well, today we're going to talk about redemption, one of my pastor's favorite topics I yeah. know. And, uh, you know, Galatians 3.13 says, we've been redeemed from the curse of the law. Christ has become a curse for us. And, you know, Galatians, uh, Deuteronomy, I'm sorry, 28, lists all those curses we've been redeemed from. Why do we want to walk mm-hmm. in something we've been redeemed from? And Absolutely. It's, it's such an incredible list. If you go through there, and one of the ones, by the way, that, that's going off in my spirit last couple of years is it talks about viruses about three times in there. We're redeemed from COVID or any other virus that's going to come along. That's not the last one, folks. But we've been redeemed from those curses. But the only way to walk in the blessings is to have faith because we have to have faith in God. Yeah. And so, Pastor LeBunch, I'll just lead into that today and let you take off with that. Well, uh, listen, you know, you brought up Deuteronomy 28. And, you know, it's like the chapter of the blessings and the curse, cursings of the law or the curses of the law. And, you know, and it's like you said, there's all kinds of things listed here that are under the curse. But it sums it up in Deuteronomy 28, It says, also, every sickness, every plague, which is not written in the book of this law, them will the Lord bring upon thee until thou be destroyed. It was part of the curse, part of the curse of the law. Yeah. So it that verse right there just told us everything. Yeah. Everything that could possibly go wrong with your life or with mankind, it's under the curse of the law. Yeah. Isn't it amazing, Pastor, how many people blame God for something he never did? Well, and that's, you know, and that that comes from this teaching that they've heard some of them from, unfortunately, from misguided preachers telling them that, you know, whatever happens in your life, that's the will of God. Well, let me tell you what the will of God is. Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 1, the Bible said it's the will of God that all men be saved and come unto the knowledge of the truth. So if God's will was being done in everybody's life, everybody would be saved today. Come on. And this world would be a better place. Yes, it would. You know. So everything that could go wrong is under the curse of the law. And and the scripture you you alluded to in Galatians 3.13 says, Christ hath, past tense, redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is every one that hangs on the tree. So when Jesus died, Brother Greg, at Calvary, he, he redeemed us from sin, but he didn't just redeem us from sin, he redeemed us from the curse of the law, which yep. you alluded to there in Deuteronomy 28. It's every kind of plague or sickness or anything that could go wrong in your life. It's part of the curse. Praise and we are redeemed from it. Yeah. And, you know, people want to fight about what God has done or hasn't done. And, well, you know, people get sick and they think it's God did it. But God is a good God. You know, the devil steals, kills, and destroys. And that's what sickness and disease does. And and people blame God for yeah. people getting sick. Well, I was talking to someone yesterday from our church, a person in our church, and they were talking about how they were trying to share with a friend, and it was a Christian friend, 
It was, and I don't remember what was wrong to, wrong with them, but they had some kind of disease, and they were just like their their friend was like basically well like like God, this is the will of God, and so they're trying to tell them no, this isn't the will of God. Jesus died for your healing. The Bible says by His stripes we are healed. And so they said, I thought this. They said, I didn't say this, but I thought it. They thought, okay, if it's the will of God for you to be sick with the disease, why are you going to the hospital and doctors trying to get free from it? If it's the will of God, why would you want free from it? You'd want more of it. They said, I didn't say that to them. I said, well, maybe you should have said it to them. (laughs) You know, it's a little strong, but maybe it would have awoke them up to say, hey, wait a minute, right, this is the will of God. Why am I trying to get free of it in the natural? Yeah. But the proof that God wants us healed, he put natural healing in our bodies. Yeah. You know, our psalmist said our bodies are fearfully and wonderfully made. And there's a immune system that it, it gets rid of a lot more than we realize. Yeah. You know, Amen. and then but there's times that things overpower it. And, and then uh, we can go to God for the power of God and our redemption. Yeah. You know, Pastor, kind of going full circle where we started in the importance of finding a good church and, and a shepherd and a pastor. And I'm so thankful you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing by yeah, the Word of God. And absolutely. I've been blessed to sit under your ministry for so many years. And and so, it, you know, after a number of months, I learned that God was a healing God. He wasn't a what if or maybe, you know, you might be the lucky one. No, he's he's a healing God. He's mm-hmm. no respecter of persons. And, you know, I still remember years ago now, if I hadn't been taught by you, again, I'm getting back to going to the right church now, sitting under the right pastor, folks. If I hadn't been taught by you the Word of God, there's no way I could go do what the Bible said and have faith for healing. But yeah. in the nursing home years ago, when when God put on my heart, go p- pray for this lady that weighed 50-some pounds, by the way, had Lou Gehrig's disease. Whoa, wow. And and I didn't, I'll tell you how dumb I was. God will call anybody to the ministry. And, you know, I thank God for Moses and I. Well, he but, used a donkey, you know. <laughs> that's true. So we can't brag, right? <laughs> but I didn't even know at the time what hospice was. That's how dumb I was. But I'm telling you, I didn't even yeah. know. I just knew it was like they had hospital care, whatever. But that means you're dying, right? Yeah. And, and so Miss Donna was on hospice, and we obeyed the word of God with faith, laid hands on Miss Donna. And God healed her of Lou Gehrig's disease. So it's too late to tell Think me that. that God is not a healing God. Yeah. And and she had a fun out later, Pastor. They had given her three to five days to live. Wow. So, and thank God I didn't know about it because I would probably thought, well, maybe a three to five weeks, three to five months. Yeah, three to yeah, five days. yeah. You could get in the natural and let unbelief get in. You exactly. Know? But yeah. God is a healing God. And that's the importance of going to a church where God, you know, the whole word, the whole Bible is being preached. Well, and I think people think, well, I just don't have faith for that. If you're a Christian, you do. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you got born again, you gave your life, that's the biggest, that's the greatest miracle you're ever going to have. Yep. I think your problem is, is you allow too much unbelief in, yep. you know, and too much doubt, yep. you know. And so, yeah, it's it, it's it's very important. It can be life or death, which church you go to. I mean, one of the things, let me read a scripture here real quickly. Amen. Paul said this, he says, and, and this is Colossians chapter 1, verse 27 and 28. He said, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory, whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect. And he says this, every man perfect in Christ Jesus. Now, when you see that term in Christ Jesus, that's talking about our redemption. That's who we are in Christ Jesus. So Paul said, Part of my ministry, I warn people, 
you know, but then I also teach people. And so, you know, there's different facets to the ministry. We warn people, stay out of sin. We warn people, you know, get your lives right with God. But then there's the teaching. And he said, I want to present every man perfect in their redemption. So Paul was a redemption preacher. Mm -hmm. We all know how faith comes, right? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Acts chapter 14, the Bible tells us Paul was preaching to a man who was lame from his mother's womb and never had walked. Matter of fact, I'll find that passage real quickly here and read it to you because it's pretty revealing about what Paul preached, you know. In Acts 14, Paul was in uh, Lystra, and it says, There they preached the gospel, Paul and Barnabas. And there they preached the gospel, and there said a certain man at Lystra, impotent or crippled in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb, who had never walked. The same who heard Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding and perceiving that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, Stand up right on your feet, and he leaped and walked. So here we see Paul's preaching the gospel at Lystra. And this man hears him preach, and Paul perceived the man had faith to be healed. Mm -hmm. So faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. How could this guy get faith for healing if Paul wasn't preaching about healing? So Paul's preaching about healing, and it calls it the gospel. So you couldn't get faith for healing if he wasn't preaching about healing. So he's preaching about healing. Paul perceives this guy's got it. He's got it. He's got faith to be healed. And Paul says, man, stand up around on your feet and leap and walk. So Paul was a redemption preacher. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, Pastor, it's been such an honor to have you. I know you're busy, and I appreciate you taking time out to spend time with me. Well, thank you. I've enjoyed these podcasts, and I hope they I hope they help some people. Amen. Well, if you would pray for our listeners, please. Yes. Father, we pray that everyone listening, we, we've talked about this in previous pod, podcasts, that they'd find the right church for them. If they're not already in, in there or not in a local church, they'd find a place where redemption's preached, that the full gospel's preached, where they can learn about salvation and living right and healing and deliverance and live the blessed life that Jesus has for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Pastor, one more time, how would the folks contact if you have a question or anything? Yeah, you could uh, call us at our office, 812 476 5440. Our website is uh, myoasischurch.com. Thank you, Pastor, so much. Hopefully we can can come back with me again in the future and we can do this again. I'd love to. Really appreciate it. Well, folks, you can contact our ministry at 812-449-8147 or at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.